Hello, and welcome to this Blind Vet Tech Quick Guides, News, and Reviews. I am Tim, and in this episode, we are reviewing the Apple Watch Series 4. Before we dive into this Series 4, let's go and do a quick recap of the Apple Watch as a product line since its inception. I have been very interested with the Apple Watch since it originally was announced back in 2014-2015 timeframe and was an early adopter of it, having purchased the Generation 1, otherwise known as the Series 0, as soon as it was released. My original Series 0 Apple Watch has served me very well after running multiple marathons, 5Ks, half marathons, and other races, competed in numerous cycling events and races, and just doing daily workouts and tracking activity. It's for these features, as well as the integrated accessibility options like VoiceOver and Zoom, and the fact that it's part of the Apple's ecosystem, that I originally dived into the Apple Watch without a second thought. My Apple Watch Series 0 does a phenomenal job with all these tasks to this day, and if not for a couple of the new features within the Series 4, I would not even consider upgrading to the Series 4. If you are wondering how it is that I made the decision to go from the Series 0 to the Series 4, here are those few items. First and foremost, when I originally purchased the Apple Watch, I set a few goals that I had in mind for it. Within the activity app on your iPhone, there is an award that you receive after you do 1,000 move goals. I figured that that would take me about three, three and a half years in order to achieve. So that was the first goal I had in mind before I would start considering upgrading from my current watch to the new one. The second item had to be the new watch offers remarkable upgrades and updates that just makes it worthwhile upgrading from the Series 0 to the latest iteration, which in this case would be the Series 4. Let me say that it's not precisely the lack of OS 5 support that the Series 0 offers, rather just a whole conglomeration of what the Series 4 Apple Watch offers that makes it worthwhile in this case, which I will go over here in a minute. The next item is, well, voiceover started getting a bit too buggy for my liking. More importantly, I would tap on my watch and I could count anywhere from 10 to 15 seconds before voiceover would start doing anything that is making clicks or sounds or anything else and probably about another five or so seconds before I would hear voiceover start talking. If I wanted to go ahead and do a workout, that would on average take me anywhere from 45 to 90 seconds to get the workout started compared to when I originally started using the Series 0, it would only take about 15 to 20 seconds to go through the necessary screens to start the workout. Now, those two combinations of voiceover getting slower and just the overall experience of the Apple Watch becoming a little bit more sluggish was definitely a good hint for me to upgrade to the Series 4. So this brings me to those items that have really intrigued me and prompted me to finally take the plunge and retire that Series 0 and upgrade to the Series 4. The first is the new design of the Apple Watch Series 4. 
yes, the 40 and the 44 millimeter options does provide a bit more screen size for individuals who are low vision to see the screen. But for me, who's a voiceover user, the larger screens means I have more surface space in order to conduct some of those swipes and flicks and double finger taps in order to use some of the gestures with voiceover. The second item on this one has to do with the speaker. The sound quality of the speaker is much better and much louder compared to my Series Zero, even when I originally picked up the Series Zero. That has to do with how Apple has redesigned the speaker and the microphone so that they are not right next to each other anymore, and so they're able to get a little bit more speaker power built into the Apple Watch. The next item is the microphone. I do do some calls on my Dick Tracy Apple Watch, and so everyone that I've talked to so far does say that the clarity of the microphone is much better compared to prior calls I used to make with my Apple Watch Series Zero, where there's a bit of echoness or that you know string in a tin can type of sound that would come out whenever I used it for that. And related to the microphone clarity, using Siri is so much easier. This is a combination of having both a better microphone, a better processor, and a couple of those other internal items that actually makes using Siri on the Apple Watch more than just a gimmicky, cute little tool that occasionally works to something that I've been able to reply to text messages and do other Siri-related tasks with no problems. There's a slight little catch for those of you that might be using the latest iteration of iOS with the Siri suggestions and those types of skills that some people have noticed some severe issues with the Apple Watch being able to complete some of those items. However, that doesn't bug me too much because quite frankly, I do not use many of those options anyways because I found those to be gimmicky to a certain degree. So now I'm going to go ahead and demonstrate each of these items. I'm going to immediately tap on my Apple Watch right now, and then we're going to hear it immediately start talking the way I would expect it to, and it's going to behave very much like my iPhone. 1343, moving, 33%, moving, 230, exercising, 13, standing, 8 hours. So right there, we immediately heard that I was able to start doing the swipes, and voiceover was very responsive. Now let's go ahead and bring up Siri and talk to Siri. Hey Siri, how are you doing? Very well, thank you. Hey Siri, message myself, hello. Okay, I'll send this. Message, hello. Don't send, button. Don't send, message, to Timothy Hornick. 1344. So right there, we heard that the swipes were very clear. The volume was very crisp and clear. And Siri immediately picked up and was able to respond and carry out my simple text message with little difficulty. Messages. And lo and behold, we got the response from myself. The next area that intrigued me involved the available faces for the Apple Watch. This is mainly an update related to Watch OS 5, though a couple of these are unique to the Apple Watch Series 4. The face that intrigues me the most is going to be the face for breathing. Breathing is a wonderful mindfulness practice that will help center one as well as be a de-stressor or allow one to easily drift into sleep. The face for breathing just provides a quicker way to get into the breathing process through the Breathe app while also providing a cute little animation for those individuals 
that would like something to focus on visually while they are breathing. So let's go ahead and bring up my Apple Watch and switch over to the breathe face so we can just quickly see what it looks like. 1540. Pride, customizable, two complications, date, activity. A digital watch face which displays a rainbow of colored ribbons. Double tap to choose face. Swipe up or down to select a custom action, then double tap to activate. So there's my default face, which is the pride face, which has some wonderful animated rainbows on it. Breathe, customizable, three complications, battery, weather conditions, activity. An analog watch face distinguished by characteristic flower petal signifying the tranquil profundity of breath. Double tap to choose face. Swipe up or down to select a custom action, then double tap to activate. And there is the breathe app face where we heard about the animation that occurs on it. So let's go ahead, swipe down, customize it, look at the complications and the options for the visualization piece. Customize. Com, com selected, option two of three, adjustable. Com, com selected, option two of three, adjustable. Turn the digital crown to customize this item. Swipe left or right to choose a different item. Swipe up or down with one finger to adjust the value. So I currently have it set to calm, which we heard was a flower. Classic selected, option one of three. The first one is classic, and then the last one is focus. Calm selected. Focus selected. Option three of three. So I'll stick mine back to calm. Calm selected. Option two of three. Now let's see where those three complications are located at. Editing top left complication. Battery selected. Adjustable. Turn the digital crown to customize this item. Swipe left or right to choose a different item. Swipe up or down with one finger to adjust the value. So the first one is at the top left corner. Editing top right complication. Weather condition selected. Adjustable. Turn the digital crown to customize this item. Swipe left or right to choose a different item. Swipe up or down with one finger to adjust the value. The second one is in the top right. Editing bottom complication. Activity selected. Adjustable. Turn the digital crown to customize this item. Swipe left or right to choose a different item. Swipe up or down with one finger to adjust the value. And then the last one is at the bottom. So let's go ahead and hit the crown to get out of this screen. Finish customizing. Breathe. Customizable. Three complications. Battery. Weather conditions. Activity. Breathe. 1542 and 29 seconds. Double tap to open breathe. And there, I just double tapped on it so that the breathe is the face. And we just heard the time and the seconds. And then also the indication saying that if we want to start the breathing process to double tap on the time and the breathe app will pop up. So let's double tap on it and do that. 15, 20 breaths. From this screen, we can go ahead and set the duration as well as the number of breaths we wish to take for this breathe session. Now, the Apple Watch Series 4, as well as WatchOS 5, does contain several other new faces that you could check out at a later time. The next item that really intrigued me and prompted me to upgrade from my Series 0 to the Series 4 involves three new advancements within the health side of the Apple Watch. The two features related to the Apple Watch Series 4 related to health involves the fall detection and the ECG. Both of these items I cannot demonstrate for various purposes. For example, people have already tried to demonstrate the fall detection and have found that Apple has done a great job designing this so that the gyros that are specific to the Series 4 does not come up with false positives. So that means that you really need to fall in order for it to detect. What happens when you do fall for real is that the Apple Watch will then emit a series of sounds and haptic feedbacks at varying pressures steadily increasing for the course of one minute. If after that one minute you have not moved, it will then go ahead and contact emergency services and those emergency contacts that you have inputted within your health app. 
Now, this will only happen, of course, if you are using the Apple Watch with cellular, or if you have your iPhone within proximity to your Apple Watch with just the GPS. Related to the ECG, the FDA has said that this is a good tool to go ahead and provide supplemental, not diagnostic data related to health conditions. And it's only specific to a certain subset of individuals that would be most appropriate to use it. The ECG app is currently not on the Series 4 as Apple is not finished fully developing it and will come out later on this year. The one feature that is available on any Apple Watch able to run watchOS 5 is going to be the detection of high and low heart rate. The Apple Watch OS has been updated to include some flags so that if for the duration of 10 minutes your heart rate exceeds or falls below a certain threshold that you set during the setup process, it will send a notification that you should seek medical attention or just check yourself because something is not right. The next set of features that really prompted me to upgrade from the Series 0 to the Series 4 involves advancements within fitness. Most notably, the ability to automatically detect when you start doing a workout is very intriguing to me. And in the little bit experience that I have had, there are some cool points and some not so cool points that I'll give Apple for this one. The cool point is the automatic workout detection. This works very well with indoor, outdoor runs, walks, and rowings in my limited experience so far. A little catch that makes this also a negative is that when it detects that you are doing one of these items, you get a ding. So then you have to go and turn your attention towards your watch, tap on it to go and say, yes, you are doing this workout and to continue with monitoring it. For indoor, outdoor runs and rowing, this goes off at three minutes. For walks, this goes off after 15 minutes. The reason why the difference in time between running, rowing, and walking is so that if you're just walking to the mailbox or next door or something, you're not getting dinged saying, hey, you're walking for three minutes. Is this a workout or not? Another not so cool feature of this is that after it goes and detects that you're remaining sedentary for say about three minutes, it will go ahead and give you the same indication that, hey, I detected that you stopped doing this. Have you stopped doing it? I really wish that the watch would just automatically start recording. And then when I do remain sedentary and it detects that I have stopped moving or I go into the workout app and say, hey, end, it just gives me the option to discard those results. Another addition to the workout app is the ability to keep pace count. Previously, I've used Strava and the Wahoo Fitness app in order to receive audio feedback related to my current pace count as I am running or cycling. Now with the, the Apple Watch Series 4, we can do this. And the way that you do this is you'll go ahead and activate the watch. 15, 15, 59 and 59 seconds. Double tap to open breathe. Let's bring up workouts. Now playing. Workout. Swipe up or down to select a custom action. Then double tap to activate. And let's go to run. Rower. Open goal. Workout. Rower. Outdoor walk. Open goal. Button. Outdoor run. Open goal. Button. Now let's swipe down. Change goal. Activate. Default. Change goal. Double tap change goal. Outdoor run. Back button. Open. Button. Calories. Button. Distance. Button. Time. Button. Set pace alert. Button. And there's the set pace alert. 
we go ahead and double tap on this. Set pace alert. Pace alert. Heading. Alert you when you're ahead or behind a set pace after one mile. Average is your average pace for all the miles you've run. Rolling is your one mile pace taken at that moment. Heading. This is a basic info screen, so let's go ahead and do a two finger swipe up in order to go to the next page and click on OK. Average is your rows one to two of two. OK. Button. Set alert. Button. Average. Set alert. Button. Heading. So now we're over at the set alert and we swipe through here and we see the two options. Average. There's average. Rolling. There's rolling. Selected. Off. And I have mine set to off. Now just back out of all these screens to get back to the main workout and start the workout. Set alert. Button. Heading. Auto run. Back button. Auto run. Auto run. Back button. Workout. Related to fitness is how one is reminded to remain active as well as motivation to increase your activeness through the activity app. The part of the activity app that has captured my attention involves the new goals, challenges, and badges you can get for remaining active. As I said earlier, I set one of my goals for upgrading to a new watch is that I first must achieve a thousand move goals. This was a internal motivating factor because I knew it was going to take me a set period of time. Now Apple has kind of tweaked how this entire system works so that you have different types of motivations to achieve your different activity and fitness goals each day, each week, each month, and for longer durations. What does not interest me at all about the advancement within the activity app is the competition feature. One thing research has shown is that being competitive through social media and things like the Apple Watch or your Fitbit is that that does not increase fitness and desire to remain fit. If anything, it annoys your friends because each of us have different levels. True fitness comes from us setting our own personal goals and then receiving the positive support from our friends and families to achieve them. It's not about setting competitions against your friends to do those goals. Each of our health and fitness goals are just that. They're ours and it's up to us to decide how it is that we wish to do it. So if you want a competition, make a competition against yourself. If you want to do something with a friend, be friendly with them related to their goals. If you wish to go ahead and dive deeper into these activities items, then go into the activity app on your iPhone because that's where you'll find all these items as well as how to connect to other individuals for those competition related aspects of the Apple Watch. Now, your Apple Watch activity app still is the same activity app from days of yore, where if you do a two-finger drag up and down, you could go through different pages for the activity and fitness for that day. And if you do a two-finger swipe to the left, you could go and then bring up your friends and see the status of their activity. The Apple Watch Series 5 and Watch OS 5 does have many other new features that is intriguing to many. As we covered before with the improvement to the speaker and the microphone, that means we're going to have good improvements related to phone quality using Siri and a couple of other aspects related to communications. The way that Apple highlighted this is by bringing in a walkie-talkie feature, which will allow you to double press on that, select a contact, and basically use your Apple Watch as a walkie-talkie with that other individual. This is another one's items that is going to be useful between two individuals using Apple Watch with WatchOS 5 that can take advantage of this feature.
Another feature that has intrigued many is the integration of the Apple Podcast app within the Apple Watch. This means that if you are wearing a pair of earbuds or other Bluetooth device, you can now listen to podcasts aside from music from the Apple Watch. And with the increase in the memory capacity of the Apple Watch, hey, go ahead, start packing it full of music and podcasts to listen to on those workouts. And there's much more that you can do with the new Apple Watch Series 4 as well as watchOS 5. Now, let's get down to the matter of truth. Why should you upgrade to the Apple Watch Series 4? Well, this is a hard question that each individual is going to have to ask themselves. When I had the Generation 1 slash Series 0, the decision was still hard. The Series 0 was able to do all of the health and fitness and other goals that I had for the Apple Watch. And the main reason why I did choose to upgrade to the Series 4 is because of my issues with voiceover being a lot slower. For individuals with the Apple Watch Series 1 and 2, the decision to upgrade will be a little bit harder. Why? Because you can still upgrade to watchOS 5, though you won't have all the cool animations and some of the other items that is contained within the Series 4. However, the main decision that I feel for owners of the Series 1 and 2 to consider is, is your watch behaving rather sluggishly? If it's behaving sluggishly to the point that it's impacting your ability to use it, then go ahead and upgrade to the Series 4. Otherwise, there's nothing wrong with the Series 1 and 2. For those of you with the Series 3, I really cannot think of any reason why you need to upgrade to the Series 4. There simply is not that much difference between the Series 3 and Series 4 that makes the upgrade worthwhile. Yes, there is a larger screen, and that will be beneficial for some, as well as with fall detections. But aside from those two items and the ECG, there really is no difference in most of the tests that I've read between the Series 3 and Series 4. So if you just purchased the Series 3 in the last year, I cannot figure out a reason why you would want to upgrade to Series 4. And this concludes this episode of the Blind Vet Tech Quick Guide News and Reviews, where we reviewed the Apple Watch Series 4, watchOS 5, and provided you with our comments about whether or not it's time to update to the latest iteration of Watch Series 4. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to like, subscribe, and share it with your friends. And also be sure to visit the Blind Vet Tech series through the Apple Podcast app, as well as through TuneIn Radio, and leave us any ratings and comments at your leisure because that will really help us tailor the podcast series to meet your needs. Also, be sure to visit us online at www.blindnotalone.com where you can find more information about blind assistive technology and a bunch of other resources related to disabilities and so much more. Also, be sure to stop in and join us on any of our monthly teleconferences by checking out our schedule at blindnotalone.com slash Zoom. Well, I'd like to say thank you very much and I hope you all have a good day.